Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Living Holistic Podcast. I'm Gigi Febris Cordero, your host. I honestly didn't think I would be recording an episode this week as I have been still in quite a heightened emotional state, and I just wasn't sure you'd want to hear more from me sitting in that place. But as I promised myself that I would be authentic and vulnerable with you, I picked up the recorder and recorded. I share a bit on what a living holistic lifestyle is to me, on not letting stress overcome us, and how to pinpoint your values so that you can run decision making through those. It might be a bit of a rambly episode, but thank you so much for listening. And now let's get into it. Hello, hello, hi, my darlings. How are you today? How are you today? I am not quite sure how I am. And to be completely honest, I really didn't think I would record this episode this week, an episode this week. I can't believe it's only been a week since we last spoke. It seems a lot longer than that. We've been really busy here on the farm with spring cleaning and spring planting cleaning out all of the winter garden and everything that died from the freezes and putting in fresh compost and planting new seeds. And it's been a really nice week um, doing that. I love this time of year. There's so much hope and potential of what's to come. Um, but I've also been just really sad and I feel like the last few episodes have been a bit, um, heavy. Um, last week, I don't know if it was heavy. It was just the state of where I was at, um, being in, um, my menstruation, but, I know the week before, sharing the story of my mother's passing was just a really heavy episode. Um, And so I was struggling with not wanting to make another episode that's doom and gloom or sad. Um, But that's the state of my emotions right now. And the whole point of this pod is to be my authentic, vulnerable self and to skip this week just because I don't want to share that I'm sad isn't authentic. And so here I am. It is actually Friday, um, about 1030 in the morning. And I was going to go get started back in the garden, but I thought, you know, I really should share and see what comes. And maybe it won't all be 
sad. <laughs> Hopefully not. Um, maybe some beautiful stuff will come out of it. So here I am and I am here to share and to be authentic and just to be real. Um, you know, I've made a lot of changes this year. I've given up pretty much every uh, crutch that I have um, in terms of like a vice, you know, um, using alcohol as a coping mechanism and even cannabis. I've completely given up in the last couple weeks. So I'm just really feeling all the feels, y'all. <laughs> all the stuff that I've suppressed for a really long time um, is coming to the surface. And I'm also just really missing my mom all the time. The more life stuff that happens, the more I just want to talk to my mom. And it just sucks that I can't. And so many people will say like, oh, but just talk to her. Like, just talk to your mom. And it's like, I don't want to just talk to my mom. I want to have a conversation with my mom. I want to know what my mom has to say. And um, some really exciting stuff happened this last week. My amazing and wonderful sister, Jimmy, got engaged to her wonderful beau, Josh. And we're so excited to welcome him into our family. And I know how much my mother just absolutely loved him and wanted this as well. And so it's a hard time, you know, I know for her going through this without my mom, um, but, you know, I kind of feel the same way. I'm not the one engaged or getting married, but it um, it's just a very exciting time that I know my mom would really want to be a part of. So just life stuff happens and, and um, even the exciting stuff and the happy stuff and the joyous stuff can still have um, a hard side when you are grieving and you're missing someone that is so, so big and important in your life. But since I'm in quite this heightened emotional state, I thought a great way to get started in today's episode is to do a little bit of a grounding and centering meditation together. So if you are able to get comfortable right now, Find a place to sit if you're not sitting. Um, and if you are sitting, just go ahead and I'll do it with you. Let's just get um, real comfortable in a chair, sitting up straight and putting both of our feet on the earth. If you're able to do this outside, that's even better. But if not, no worries, I'm inside. Um, but I have no shoes on, so I just have my bare feet on the hardwood floor. And then let your hands rest comfortably in your lap. And then we can go ahead and close the eyes and start to focus on the breath. Not changing the breath, just noticing it. How... Does the breath feel as it comes in through the nostrils? How does the breath feel as it exits 
the nostrils. And begin focusing your attention above, right about a foot above your head. Again, not changing the breath, just noticing the breath, the texture of the breath, the temperature of the breath. And as your awareness shifts to that spot about a foot above your head, notice that it's filled with a bright white light radiating above your body. And notice as this white light starts to slowly pour down over you. First, it touches the top of your head. And then it slowly washes down your face. In the back of your head. And this beautiful, bright white light moves down to your throat chakra and then over your shoulders, your chest, and your upper back. This provides a feeling of calm and peace as it continues down over your torso. Then it flows over your hips and you feel them relax into the chair. This white light continues down your legs, your knees, your calves, your shins, your ankles, all the way down to your feet. You are completely engulfed in this glowing white light. You are safe. You are loved. You are held. Feel this feeling. Now bringing some manipulation to the breath, inhaling through the nose, bringing your breath deep into the belly. And then exhaling through the mouth with a sigh. And again, in through the nose, deep into the belly. Holding for just a minute and then sighing out. And again, in through the nose, deep into the belly. Holding at the top and releasing. 
One more time, in through the nose. And releasing. Slowly now, bringing your awareness back into the body, wiggling your fingers and your toes, and slowly swaying your body what feels good, maybe rolling your neck, moving your shoulders up and down. Just organically moving how feels good in your body. When you're ready, you can open your eyes up or you can just keep sitting with your eyes closed as you continue to listen. Hmm. Did you know that as an herbalist, I have an online shop that carries my personal eight supplement blends that I have formulated to support the systems of the body from digestion to liver support, sleep, hormones, stress, metabolic rate, and cognitive function. You can find my blends at shoplunanueva.com. That's S-H-O-P-L-U-N-A-N-U-E-V-A.com. Shop lunanueva.com. Hello again. <laughs> I'm feeling a bit more grounded and in my body now. Breath work is so powerful along with meditation and just taking time to sit with ourselves. It's something we do so little of in our society. We jump out of bed and we get the day started and we go from here into there and we you know, eat while we're in the car and driving from here and there and I'm sure shuffling kids around and you know, just living our lives. But so little of us, so little, so often, Hardly often. Wow. <laughs> I stopped being able to talk, it seems. Not too often is what I was trying to say. Do we take the time to sit with ourselves? We take the time to sit with our spouses, to sit with our friends, to sit with our loved ones, to sit with our children to hold space for them, to be a witness to them, to love on them. But how often are we doing that for us? And if we don't, who else is going to? I struggle so much, I feel, with feeling my feelings because they overwhelm me. Instead of stepping back, going into a private space and just sitting with them. And when I do make the time to do that, I find that 
the emotions easily move through me and dissipate. I am already feeling so much better than I was just 15 minutes ago when I started this episode. I have a clear mind and I don't feel as emotionally heightened as I just did. So take a moment to notice if you feel any different than you did just a minute ago. This tool that we have with us all the time, our breath is so powerful. And we forget how easily we can just pull it out and use it. Um, I remember when I was working in the salon, I would have, you know, moments of being overwhelmed or, you know, just feeling stressed. And I would go into the bathroom and there was a, a chair in the bathroom and I would sit there and just take three minutes, just set a timer on my phone and just take three minutes and focus on my breathing. And I could walk out of the bathroom feeling completely different than I did when I walked in. But this tool is with me, even though this tool is with me all the time, I forget to use it. Um, I keep a running list on my phone of, of tools that I can use when I'm upset. Things like breath work, things like dancing, going for a walk, taking a bath, getting in the sauna, all of these healthy coping mechanisms that we have access to that are really, for the most part, completely free. And I forget all the time to use them. And I've been forgetting. Yet this is something that when I work with women, I teach them. And so how often do we do, do we not do what we say, right? Do what I say, not what I do, right? And I don't want to live that life anymore. I want to do what I say. I, you know, want to eat breakfast within an hour of waking up. I want to, you know, move my body daily. I want to sit in meditation and ceremony with myself and get to really know and love myself well. And for the last... I mean, pretty much my whole life, I've used outside things like food or alcohol or cannabis to stuff down the feelings and the emotions instead of sitting with them, understanding them, and then letting them move through me. And this is a big part of living a holistic lifestyle. You know, the name of this pod, the name of my coaching business is, you know, living holistic. And as you know, holistic with a W, like a whole life, living a whole life, not a segmented life. And that means being in nature because we are nature. We are made up of the earth. 
That's what our body is made out of. The same stuff that the sun, the moon, the stars, the earth are made out of. We are not different. We are the same. We are nature. And being in nature, getting my hands in the dirt makes me feel like I'm like I really am part of it and I'm not separate from it. And that's such a big part of a holistic lifestyle, being in nature, using the breath, being in meditation, using what con- what nature provides us with, the food that nature provides us with, the plants as medicine that nature provides us with. You know, being an herbalist isn't just about healing something that's broken. It's about being connected to this world, to this earth, my roots are not different than the roots of the trees outside. And taking, you know, five minutes in the morning to go stand outside barefoot and on the earth and visualize the roots of my feet going down and connecting with the roots of the trees and the forest that surround me is such an easy, free, simple way to remind us and to feel the connection, to remind us of that connection, but to feel it as well. When I was thinking up the name, I knew I wanted it to be around um, holistic health. It's so important to me. Um, I've shared with you before that, you know, I definitely believe that there is a time and a place for allopathic medicine. I was so grateful to have the emergency room and all the medicine and techniques that came um, with it when I had appendicitis. That's really the only big example that I have. I've never broken a bone. I've never been, you know, in a traumatic um, physical event to my body where I needed um, extreme intervention, trauma-related intervention. Um, but having um, the times that I have tried to utilize Western medicine, like with fertility, I've been so disappointed and hurt and made to feel broken and like something was wrong with me. Um, because they couldn't figure out why I wasn't getting pregnant. So the blame was put on me. But that's just one incidence. And then I have this other one where they knew right away what was wrong with me. And they knew how to fix it. And they had the medicine and the skills to do so. And I would have died without it. So of course, I'm so grateful And most of Asia, from my understanding at least, because I haven't been there to see it, um, but my understanding of what I've been told is that most of the hospitals there have an east wing and a west wing. 
East is more for that chronic illness, you know, the the diabetes and the heart disease and the, um, you know, infertility and hormonal imbalance and Hashimoto's and all of these thyroid disorders and these chronic immune disorders, right? And then the West Wing is for trauma-related incidences, broken bones, um, you know, heart attacks, um, strokes, um, you know, appendicitis, <laughs> um, these different, you know, these much more intense um, issues that Western medicine does so good at fixing. But when it comes to chronic disease in the body, they struggle with it because they don't want to accept food as medicine and lifestyle habits as medicine and the power of breath work and meditation. Because at the end of the day, stress is the leading cause of all of those. Stress is the leading cause of heart disease. And if we don't manage the stress, we're then going to just be reactive instead of proactive. And a holistic lifestyle is all about a proactive approach, getting in front of it um, before it even happens. And if it does happen, if we do have an autoimmune disorder, if we are struggling with gut dysbiosis, with you know systemic inflammation in the body, then we have herbs and food and lifestyle options that we can change and manipulate to heal. But we don't have to be sick to use a holistic approach to our health. Um, you know, a holistic approach to me encompasses the physical body, the emotional body, the... Um, you know, the state of, of our stress levels. It encompasses, you know, how we see the world, whether we have a spiritual aspect to us, whether we see that there is something greater and bigger at hand here than just the humans that walk this earth. It's all encompassing of these things, and when we make an effort every day to not just support our physical body, but to support our spiritual bodies and our emotional bodies, we are able to find much greater balance. But it's so difficult sometimes because the world is so loud and we get so caught up in this idea of we have to produce something we have to have the greatest and the newest you know we have to make a bunch of money and have the best car and the nicest house and the designer things and that stresses out so many of us trying to keep up you know the term keeping up with the joneses right 
And we think that if we don't have those things, that we're less than, that we're less than the people that do. You know, I've told you before, I've been watching Little House on the Prairie a lot. And there's the Olsons, who are the wealthy family in Walnut Grove. And then there's the Ingalls, who are the country folk. And they, you know, don't have, they're, they're not poor, but they're not well off. I guess you could say like, the blue collar to the white collar. <laughs> um, and you see the, the Ingalls, the country folk out on their farm and the children are well behaved and they, you know, help with the farm and they do the chores and they listen to their parents and, you know, there's just so much love and and it's just, it's a beautiful family unit. And then you see the Olsons and the parents, all they do is fight and the kids disobey and they are always in trouble. And, and I'm not saying that that's the case. I'm not saying that having money means any of those things because it doesn't. It has to do with who you are as a person and how you utilize that money. I think that's another big misconception in this world in this holistic world or this natural world or this herbal world or whatever you want to call it, that you have to be, you know, less than, you know, you need to be barefoot and you can't have money and that only those things make you humble. And that is not true. Um, I definitely believe that you can be very well off um, but it has a lot to do with how you utilize that money and what you allow yourself, how you allow yourself to feel. Um, you know, I know so many people who the more money they have, the more things they buy and the more bills they, you know, accrue because of that. And then the more stress they have because the more money they need to make to keep up with everything. And I'm over here sitting with the idea of I want to make money so that I can have more land, so that I can have more gardens, so that I can share land and food and, and teach others how to have their own land and tend to it well. And so I can be debt free and not have the stress of the bills. That's the goal. For us at least. But these things, these material possessions can, if you're not careful, come with a lot of stress. And that stress is so hard on the body and the attachment to these material things. And I find that I definitely struggle with attachment to material things. Um, you know, especially since my mom passed, I have her belongings that are so precious to me. And so much of some of the stuff I have, she kept in a safety deposit box because it was so precious to her. And I find myself lately compiling some stuff that I feel the need to put back into a safety deposit box because of the fear that I would lose it. 
and the pain that would come from losing those possessions. But what's the point of having something if you just hide it away, you know? I remember so often growing up, there would be like, you know, a limited scent from like Bath and Body Works, right? And so it would be this year only this limited scent and it, I would love it and I would buy it and then I would never use it because they're not going to sell it again. So I can't use it up. There's not going to be any more. But isn't that so silly? <laughs> What's the point of having it if you don't use it? What's the point of having it if you don't wear it? And so I struggle so much with this attachment concept to material things as we all do. And there's no good or bad or right or wrong. There's just what is. And it's learning to understand yourself so that you know the way that you work and you know what's going to stress you out or what's going to bring you peace. I, um, as you know, I sit in therapy every week. I have an amazing therapist. I highly recommend therapy. And this past week, she had me kind of define my values in just a couple words. Like, what do I, what is most valuable to me? So that when it's time to make decisions, I can run those decisions through my values. And so what was most you know, valuable to me or what is most valuable to me is my family and my peace. And then from there, it's okay, well, what does family mean? What is family? What's the definition of family? Is that just blood? And at first I was like, well, yeah, right? And then I was like, well, wait a minute. That's not, that's not the case. That's not accurate. My family is so much more than blood related. My family is Cesar's family. We've been in each other's lives for almost 22 years. They've been there for me through thick and thin. They are my family. They're not my blood, but they are by every definition, my family. And I have a best friend who's very much a sister to me. And she's my family. Just because she's not blood related doesn't mean that she's not my family. I am so excited to be attending the 12th annual Florida conference. And I'd love to invite you to join me there. Use the coupon code Luna Nueva to save $50 off in-person registration. Enjoy over 40 classes, meet keynote speaker Lucretia Van Dyke and Patricia Christie Howell, dance to the music of Holly River, and connect with other herbalists under the stately live oak trees on the shores of Lake Winona and Dillion Springs, Florida. March 10th through the 12th. Register and learn more at floridaherbalconference.org. That's floridaherbalconference.org. And don't forget your coupon code is Luna Nueva, L-U-N-A, 
N-U-E-V-A, to save $50 off. I look forward to seeing you there. So once we have pinpointed our values, mine being family, by my definition of family, and my peace, then as decisions come, I can say, okay, is this going to interfere or affect my relationships with my family? Is this going to take away from the valuable time that I have to spend with my family? And is this going to affect my peace? Is this going to bring me peace or is this going to take my peace? And then I can base decisions off of that to ensure that the decisions I'm making are in an alignment with who I am and who I want to be on this earth. And this can really help keep our stress levels so much lower because that's such a huge part of the big picture of holistic health. It's so much more than what our weight is or, you know, what we look like in the mirror or if we have a six pack. It's how do we feel? How do we feel in our bodies? Do we feel good? Do we feel uncomfortable? And then what can we do to change that if it needs to be changed? And that's where things like, you know, lifestyle habits like meditation and breath work and movement, whatever feels good to you, whether that's yoga or walking or, you know, weight training or for y'all crazy people, hit exercise. <laughs> so not my jam. Oh, I love weight training. I love yoga. I love walking. So that's why I said most of those. But, you know, to each their own. Some people just love it and good, good for them. Do it. If that's what you love and that's what makes you feel good, then do it. And then keeping in mind, like what we talked about last week, cycle syncing. Where are you in your cycle? Because, you know, a hit exercise might feel really good this week, but it doesn't feel so good next week. And that's okay. And just really being patient with ourselves and showing ourselves so much more grace than we do. I know I don't. I have such a negative internal mind sometimes. My spirit mom calls it the itty bitty shitty committee that lives in your head. I absolutely love that phrase. But mine is so loud sometimes. It was so loud today. Like really? You're not going to record another path you're not going to record a podcast like you said you were going to do this weekly you're going to be a failure when instead if I don't feel like it then maybe I shouldn't do it but I chose to do it because of the vulnerability aspect I promised myself that I would be authentic and vulnerable and speak my truth whatever that is and so that's why I'm here And I might really be rambling, you guys. (laughs) No idea if you're getting anything from today's episode. 
but I just wanted to show up and be authentic and share and explain a little bit more on what holistic living is to me and what living a holistic life means to me. I want to feel whole. And that comes by letting ourselves feel and not suppressing those feelings and hiding those feelings from the rest of the world like I've done for so much of my life. It's very common that when I'm feeling good, I share like crazy on Instagram. And when I'm feeling not so good, I become a hermit and I don't share much because it's like I'm embarrassed that I'm feeling bad. I'm embarrassed that I'm sad. I'm embarrassed that I'm angry. But there are no good or bad feelings. We're so programmed by our society to say this is good and this is bad. And if this is bad, then we should change it and make it good again. But sadness isn't bad. It just is. And I don't need to change it. But I do need to sit with it and understand it and accept it and be okay with it. And that is holistic living and holistic healing. And yes, Working on your physical body isn't bad either. Having a six-pack isn't bad either. I would love to have a six-pack. But doing it at the expense of feeling your best self, now that isn't really good. It's not ideal. It really isn't. Pushing yourself just to look a certain way when it, it's at the expense of feeling good in your body, feeling whole, feeling complete, feeling loved by yourself, not by anybody else, but by yourself. It's, it's not... It's, well, I'm saying there's no good or bad, so I shouldn't say that it's bad, but it's, it's not healthy. It's not healthy. If I could challenge all of us for one thing, it's to be more patient with ourselves, more gracious with ourselves, more loving of ourselves, exactly how we are today. Because any extra weight that you might be carrying that's keeping you from having that six pack was your body's way of protecting you. It was your body's way of looking out for you because your body loves you, whether you love it. Oh, I don't know if this makes any sense. I don't know if this is helpful at all to you. But I can tell you, I feel quite a bit better than I did an hour ago. I'm so glad that I sat down to share 
and to talk and to remind myself of how important it is to just be with myself and to love myself well and to be gentle and to remind myself that it's okay to be sad and it's okay to still greatly miss my mom. It's going to be a year and just a few short months. It's so hard to believe. And while the pain is most definitely easier to sit with on a daily basis, it hasn't gone anywhere. And that's okay. It doesn't have to and it probably never will. It'll just get easier to live with. And I will love myself just as much grieving as I do, as I did before, you know? So I guess I'll go ahead and wrap this up. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you for showing up. Please, please, please love yourself well. Be gentle with yourself. And take some time to just sit with yourself. You know, maybe run a bath and sit with yourself in the bath. Or just get cozy in a nice comfy chair. Light a candle, burn some incense. Just close your eyes and breathe. And just pay attention to what comes up. And then be gentle with yourself. I love you so much. And I believe I will be back next week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Living Holistic Podcast. You have no idea how much it means to me that you're here, that you listen, and that I'm able to share. I look forward to recording each week, and I'm so glad I sat down and did it this week. The Living Holistic Podcast will be back again next week.